Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Everybody, this episode of the Bob Ryan Jeff Goodman Tangway Along for the Ride podcast is brought to you by FanDuel, the exclusive wagering partner of the CLNS Media Network. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now, new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Okay, guys, let's talk about our Boston Celtics. Boy, what a trick-or-treat club. Uh, This was a crazy series. Bob, we're going to start with you. Uh, Jason Tatum stepped up when he had to. The Celtics got it done when they had to. And I just found this whole series perplexing. It's an adventure. How's that for the nine words? It is an adventure. You know, I've been skeptical about them. I said, I don't trust them. Uh, I wasn't full of great confidence uh, uh, necessarily. They come up big in game seven, even though I, I, I wasn't uh, game six. I, I, I wasn't shocked that they played well. Um, I think this, so they're still trying to earn our trust, my trust. And that was a great, great performance by Jason Tatum. There's no, no, yeah, but attached to that. And let me, so in, in that sense, uh, I'm, I'm very pleased. And, and, uh, but the thing is, I think this morning, what I'm most thinking about is it felt like it should be a finality of something that we got a long way to go. <laughs> yes. Halfway there, halfway home. Uh, <laughs> hey, Gary, I don't think the Celtics are going to invite Bob on the duck boats for the parade this year with, with, with how, how skeptical he's been about this team. Well, but he's uh, been on the money. He has been on the money. He has been on the money. I, I'll say this. And I can't wait to hear Bob put this into context. Um, that was one of the greatest performances, all around performances I've ever seen in a pressure situation from Jason Tatum. From a guy that, again, a lot of people question, could he come up big in huge moments? He did it in every way. It wasn't just 51. It was a clean 51. It was an efficient 51. It was more than just him uh, honestly just looking for numbers and looking to score. He rebounded at a high level. He made good decisions when he needed to. It wasn't like he was just kind of chucking and going after points the whole game. It was an un... Listen, I've seen this kid play 
now since he was 15 years old. So what is he, 24 right now? 24? 25. So I've seen him play for 10 years. I don't know how many times in in the course of, of my lifetime I've seen him play at the high school, college, and now NBA level. That might be the, the best all-around performance I've ever seen for Jason Tatum. You're right about the fact that he didn't force anything. And as a matter of fact, he went almost a period and a half having taken one face-up jumper. But he didn't make a face-up jumper in the first period, but he had 11 points. And and then when, when, once he started, when he hit, he, he he took good shots for him. You know, good. I mean, they're, they're long threes, a couple times, guys hand in the face. But that's what he can make. But he he played uh, with poise and efficiency. No, there's no question about it. And and it, it was one of the great performances uh, that I've ever seen. I've been watching, you know, obviously Celtics since as a fan since '64, and as a writer since '69. And you know, lived through Havlicek and Bird and 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 Pierce and 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 just stands up there with their great performances in the clutch. Game seven speak for themselves. You know, and, and talk about game seven performances. You know, we used, we we've uh, talk, rhapsodized about Max in '84, and he was great, and he did dominate that game. But it was 24 points. You know, and and but it was very important. It was a very important 24 points. But this was 51. I, I was marveling, guys, as they were pulling away, how he had half the team's points or just under for a deeply into the game. That's remarkable. Yeah, like you said, the key was taking it to the basket in the first half. That was the key to the game is that opened it up for him because then it's it's hard to guard him, right? Then you got to give him something, and you're going to give him the three, and if he's making the three, he's almost remember that. Stopped. Remember that spin move with the left-hand finish? Unbelievable. That is, Unbelievable. A, that is not a move that you would have seen in the 50s or 60s, guys, from a guy six feet ten. Let me assure you, there was nobody playing in the 50s or 60s who was making that shot. That was was a jaw dropper. I also want to point out for Tatum is even in the previous game where he didn't score a lot in the first half, came on strong in the second half, it was too little too late. He was still doing other things while he has scored the 51, which he has to do. I mean, that's what it's all about. You know, he's the man. Game seven, you got to go do it. But throughout this series, I've seen Jason Tatum become a more complete player, Bob. He does other things now. When the shots were falling, he was looking for other guys. He was getting stops. He was playing some defense. He led the team in all three categories, by the way. There you all go. Three. And and so no, it was it was a a brilliant basketball performance. And and of course they all can take fouls for the defense. I want to get to that in a minute. But 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 uh, no, this was this was a day he answered a lot of questions, and 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 I'm happy for him. I mean he he deserves all the, all the nice things that are being said. Jeff, how do you feel about Philadelphia? Well, as as we're recording this at five o'clock uh, on Monday night, Doc Rivers is still employed. I, I don't know how much longer that's going to last, uh, because again, you know, Doc's record in in Game Sevens, as we know, is is not pretty. Uh, he let this one slip away. People are killing Doc, Embiid, Harden, you name it. You know, there's there's plenty of blame to go around in the in the blame game pie. Um, you know, I, listen again. I don't think we ever thought this Philly team was really a, a championship team or really a team that could beat Boston uh, until they went up three two. 
Yeah, and then it was like, okay, I mean, now you got some pressure it, on. Right. I mean, look. I mean, Jeff, if if the Celtics had lost this series, we would have said it was a choke. Yes. Yes. And now it's a choke for Philly, based on the fact that they had the Celtics on the ropes at home in in Game Six, and let that one and how they let that one slip away. Now, I'll say this. Uh, people are going to talk about the 33 points in the 33 to 10 third period. But what struck me the most was the 10. And during that third period, would you agree, guys, that they had somewhere between three and six of the ugliest possessions a professional basketball team can have? I mean, they looked completely pathetic. On, on Where was MB? Where was Embiid? You got to get him the ball. I, I get it. Horper was doing a good job. But again, here, here was the difference in the game to me. And the difference in the last two games for, to some degree was, was Robert Williams just being on the court. He didn't even have to do that much. Just by the fact that Robert Williams was on the court, it made it so Joel Embiid could not play free safety anymore. He couldn't just wait for Tatum, right? He couldn't wait for those other guys. He had to worry about the lob threat that was behind him that was wherever in Robert Williams. He also, on the other end, had to worry about Robert Williams in the defensive end, coming from the weak side. Not that, again, Embiid can't take care of Robert Williams at times, but when Hortford's there and he's got help behind him, it, it's a difference maker on both ends of the court. I didn't think I would say that with Robert Williams because, again, I, I'm he's not reliable in a lot of ways, but just his mere presence on the court changed how Joel Embiid thought and how he played. Well, let's so let's go back to why he was in the game. He was inserted in the starting lineup in game five or six, excuse me. And and you know, after much agitation from the fans and media. So I don't know whether Joe came to this conclusion all by himself or or who 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 no, no, seriously, or who, you know, well Derek White had been terrible too, Bob. So it was it was a combination. I think it was like, you know what, we're not getting anything from Derek White at this point. No. So we might as well change it up and see what we can get from Robert Williams. And again, smart to Robert Williams has always been, they've kind of had a little bit of chemistry there when, with with the lob and the bailout. Um, so I think that helps. But yeah, I think it was a combination of Missoula saying, you know what, I got to try something at this point, and Derek White's not giving me anything. During the prime spring season, you need wholesome, convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and keep you on track and reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list. Too busy to cook this May? With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up too. Factor's fresh, never-frozen meals are ready in just two minutes. So all you have to do is heat and enjoy and get back outside and soak up the warmer weather. Looking for calorie-conscious options ahead this summer? Try delicious dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. Want to budget this month by cutting back on takeout? Get Factor instead. Not only is Factor cheaper than takeout, but meals are ready faster than restaurant delivery in just two minutes. This May, get Factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. Simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered to your door. Ready in just two minutes. No prep, no mess. Head to factormeals.com and use code SCRIBE50 to get 50% off your first box. 
That's code SCRIBE50 at FactorMeals.com to get 50% off your first box. Okay, guys, now let's look ahead. Bob, what are your thoughts on a Boston-Miami matchup? That, uh, and joining the mainstream thought, that I have great respect for Spolstra. Obviously, the the, the Butler as a playoff, uh, behemoth, there's no myth. Uh, Bam gives them trouble, has always traditionally given them trouble. I'm just glad, you know, but they're catching a break, as they did last year when they played the Bucks without Middleton. They're catching a, a break. They're playing them without Tyler Hero. And and uh, that's he's a very significant piece in their puzzle. I will be disappointed if they don't win. I think it will be a grinder. I think it'll be a, a, a teeth grinding six. And uh, that's my call. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, listen, I don't think anything's going to be easy when you have uh, the best coach left, uh, to me, of, of the four. And Spolster's been incredible. The culture, Miami, and Jimmy Butler, who's tough and, and seems to play big for the most part in, in the postseason. Um, I just think, again, you beat him last year. The Celtics are better. I, I think we can agree, you know, talent-wise. Now, maybe, uh, again, coaching is the one question mark here. But Miami's not as good without Hero. The Celtics are better. They're healthy. I, I don't know. I mean, again, to me, six is probably the right number here. I know, we- you, know, you, know, you know, the next factor I'm throwing out there is our one-time podcast guest, Duncan Robinson, who is, after all, has the same job description as Hero. And he once held that job very, very well to the point where he's getting paid a lot of money. But he was completely dropped out of the rotation during the course of this season and is only being restored now because Hero is back. And he hasn't really had any consistency in what he's done. He had one game, I know he hit a few, but but uh, if if well, if he gets in his rhythm, he'll be you know, he'll he'll help them. But I think it's interesting, guys. They got two venerable veterans who are part of the mix, Kyle Lowry and Kevin Love. Yeah. Kevin Love's playing 21 minutes a game, doing which he is being Kevin Love, he's getting eight rebounds a game in those 20 minutes, guys. So, you, you know, it, it's interesting. It, it's an interesting mix. Now, I'll ask you, Jeff, um, is there an underrated player in the mix uh, with uh, Martin and Struss, do you think, and Vincent? Should people know more about any of these guys? Yeah, you remember Struess hit, hit some big shots last year in the playoffs against the Celtics uh, early in the series to help them get a win. Um, Gabe Vincent's been great and, and allowed – Kyle Lowry to, to to have a little bit of a of a lesser role now as he, he's gotten older. Um, but Kevin loves the the interesting one because I thought he was done. Done. And Cleveland didn't really want him a year or two ago. And he finds new life. And again, the thing you got to watch out for for the Celtics, as much as anything, that outlet pass. When he gets the ball off the glass, get the hell back and get back quickly. He is the last great outlet passer active on this earth. The only other ones are watching from the stands. And, and uh, it, it, it's, uh, yeah, he is. I, I like having him. I like the idea of him. So I'm, I'm kind of, it's going to be fun. Lowry has been, Lowry's had his moments for them. I mean, he's certainly in the back nine. We know that, but they're not asking him to do too much. You know, he's not primary. He's auxiliary and, and he's savvy, um, you know, but would you stay with the two big lineup now? Would you guys stay with the two big lineup since it's worked? Yeah. Uh, obviously, in, in game six and seven, really in game seven, it really worked. 
would you stick with it now, even though the personnel is obviously different for my personnel is different, but Bam is Bam's a, a, a low post load. Yeah. I mean, no, I think that there's justification for the reason that you explained earlier about about Horford on the guy and 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 Williams being a a rover uh, to a degree. Um, you know, now you, granted, they Billy had PJ Tucker, who did, by the way, hit three in a row in the first quarter. He did but, wide open. But, you know, You'll have to honor Struce, no kidding, and you got to honor Martin too, Caleb Martin, right? To a degree, yeah. you got to honor. Yeah, him. Martin's been good. They get listen. They do a great job developing their 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 talent because again, they got a bunch of dudes that well, they're great nobody's heard of. You know, we're talking about Vincent, Struce, and Martin all undrafted, and they're all primary players. Well, no other team can make a statement like that. Nope, that's for sure. So that's a tribute to the, to. to Eric's supposed to end the staff. There's no no question about it. All right, Butler. What about Butler? Uh, uh, you know, he's gone like seven games without a 56-point game, so maybe he's cooling off. <laughs> Listen, you know, to me, you still dare Jimmy Butler to shoot the three. That's what you do because he's not a great three-point shooter, but when he gets going, he's streaky. He can make them. You know, again, I think they've got enough guys that they can rotate on him. So. Uh, try to wear him down because so much is going to be on him. If Jimmy Butler doesn't go for thirty, I don't know how Miami wins. Yeah, no, not this year. No, you know, Bam could go up, but it, 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 they don't have the the man to man matchup. No, they do not. They do not. So, you know, but but don't get cocky, fans. The, the, your team still has two series. They got eight games to win. Eight games they got to win. This team makes things difficult for themselves. They do. They do. They make they things do. difficult for themselves. All right, guys, how do we feel about the Lakers-Denver now? Bob, you go first. I think that uh, uh, the Lakers, the, LeBron is supremely motivated. They're dangerous. But we all know that that, that they almost – he's going to do what he's going to do, I think, every night. It's AD. AD, when he plays – when he's the best player on the floor, the Lakers are very tough to beat. And he has had the big question: Can he can he get through seven games without an owie of some kind? Because he has this knack of getting hurt. But uh, uh, they're they're playing. This is a the, the, this ultimate scenario that everyone wondered it could happen. And it's happened. They've, they've gone from two and ten start, and and uh, here they are, and and they, they they've earned it. Now now the the I've been saying all year, not all year, the beginning of playoffs. Nobody outside of Denver respected Denver. Well, we have to respect them now. I think we've seen what they can be. And Jokic, there's nobody like Jokic. There's nobody like him. And he's going to get his numbers. They're not going to stop Jokic. No, period. He's going is to he, put up this. this is he really this like Sabonis? Stuff. I know you didn't see young, young Sabonis as much because obviously no. he no. wasn't. Are they similar? Uh yeah, it's kind of a, it's the same mold, if you will. The Zobonis was stronger, much stronger. Yeah. You know, Jokic, you know, has a questionable, barely has an athletic NBA body, you know, to the to the site you know, on the eye test. Right. But he, he he is interesting, guys, because he plays at his pace. No one can get him, deter him from doing it. And that pace is not a 33 and a third. It's not a 78. It's a steady 45. And he does it every night on his, he goes wherever he wants to go. At his pace, and and no one has had the, no one's got the the the, the formula to stop him. Uh, you know, I think that uh, I won't say X factor. Murray can be very good. You know, Murray can be very good. 
Uh, they got some, you know, but Michael Porter Jr. Michael Porter Jr. I was just going to say, watch yep. out, watch out for him. Listen, the interesting matchup, Gary, is going to be AD against Jokic. Like right. they're just so different. They're oh. so vastly different. AD looks the part. He's the new age NBA. He's what everybody wants. Jokic is a guy that like we should get Ed Pinkney on here at some point because I remember Izzy Ed was an assistant Jokic's first year in Denver. And he came over to me. I was at a game somewhere. Denver was playing. And uh, and he came up to me. He goes, you got to watch this kid. He's going to be that good. And I'm like, him? Him? Like, no way. So <laughs> Easy Ed called it, I think, before just about anybody because he literally worked with Jokic every single day. So um, maybe if, if Denver – uh, maybe even next week, I'll see what what Easy's doing and see if we can uh, if yeah. we can get him on the pod. You know, after his, I didn't pay any attention to him as a rookie, really didn't. You know, he's out in the West. They're not, you know, yeah. they're not on TV. Uh, I just it was off my rescue. Then I got a phone call from a writer in Denver who wanted to do a story about Jokic and his passing, and 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 of course he called me to talk about Walt. Because Walton is the gold standard of all passions who ever played center in the NBA. And I poo-pooed the idea that anybody could be entered into the same discussion. Well, obviously, I, I've learned that if anybody ever could, it's this guy. He is extraordinary passing center. Versatile. versatile and you know, he'll throw an outlet, too, by the way. He'll, he can do it all. Passing. He's the consummate passer. All right, guys, to wrap it up, Jeff, how do you feel about all the coaching uh, moves? I mean, listen, I'm I'm dying to know Bob's take on all this, but I just – this is awful. This has been absolutely atrocious. I mean, again, uh, Monty Williams is the last one uh, to get uh, hit, you know, a couple of years after going to the NBA Finals. We had Bud uh, get fired a couple of years after winning the title. Uh, Nick Nurse fired four years after winning the title in Toronto. Frank Vogel's out. He won a title in the in the bubble. He's long gone. Like Doc Rivers could be next. I mean, this is just I just have a hard time with this, Bob. I don't like it. I don't understand it. Um, I get everything's about, you know, immediate gratification now, but like, doesn't winning a title give you some equity? Doesn't it give you a few years before you get whacked for for Nick Nick Nurse? I know got a few. Um but Bud, and I know there's other factors that came into play here. I've heard Bud is is not easy to deal with, uh, according to some sources that I talked to. But man, like this just this has become a joke. Well, the Monty Williams one, a couple things here. One is that uh, how can anybody blame him for for an incomplete roster? They were very thin. Paul got hurt. Yep. I mean, come on. Aiton got hurt. Yeah, KD got hurt. I mean, come on. Number two, this guy is a loose cannon owner. It's, it's, it's obvious. Yeah, and, I, I, I wasn't willing to say that at first because I didn't. I, I just felt like he was a walk-on for Tom Izzo. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt, right? Like, he's got to be smart. He's made all this money in, in, in his mortgage company. But you know what the red flag is, Bob? You know what the red flag is for me? You know who his big confidant is, who's sitting next to him at some of these games, right? I forget. Tell me. I know. Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. right. I see. Yeah. It's, it's not. No, Monty, Monty, I think we can safely say that all three gentlemen involved will be employed again and and uh, fairly soon and and uh, somewhere else. And, 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 
uh, but you're right. This coaching thing, uh, it, it, it's disturbing. But you know, they uh, nobody's more philosophical about it than Doc. If Doc gets whacked, you know, Doc's already said. You know, he knows the old line about coaches are hired to get fired. There's nobody more aware of that than Doc Rivers. I mean, he, he's a big, big grown-up. He knows. And uh, and I wouldn't because we won't be shocked because people appointed this record at, uh, in the playoffs and 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 hold them accountable. I mean, I'm afraid, even though there are other there are other reasons why Philly lost a lot. Yeah, well, I mean Ben Simmons maybe, and didn't he win a ring here in Boston? Oh, I mean, you know, yeah. So, but it's just so we got. No, it, it, it's just uh, and well, yeah, we got that. It's it, but this is business as usual, guys. Hey, you know what we'll know by the time we record this this podcast next week, Gary. Yes. You know what we're going to know? We won't know probably who won uh, any of the, ser- the, the series, is, but we will know where Victor yeah. Wembenyama oh, will boy. be playing. We do. That's right. Tuesday night, and uh, absolutely, I'm, I'm dying of curiosity there. Me too. <laughs> we, will, we will break it down then, gentlemen. Always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us. This has been the Bob Ryan, Jeff Goodman's Angway Along for the Ride podcast, brought to you by FanDuel. And make a fast break to FanDuel for the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Gents, we'll talk to you next time.